On this episode of Not A Status Quo Podcast, we discuss the Hall of Fame and what's going to be taking place in Season 3. Welcome to Not A Status Quo Podcast. I'm your host, Nisha. And we are here for episode one of season three. So technically it's our 21st episode and we're going to be talking about the Hall of Fame, what's been going around sports with NASCAR, the WNBA, and also the NBA playoffs coming up. So let's get into it. First up, the 2020 Hall of Fame honorees were inducted this past weekend. They were supposed to be inducted last year, but due to COVID, it had to be pushed to this year. And the inductees included Patrick Bowman, who was a FIBA executive and a member of the International Olympic Committee for over 10 years. He also was a basketball player, coach, and referee before he joined FIBA. Kim Mulkey, who is the current coach of the LSU Tigers women's basketball team was inducted after leading Baylor to three NCAA championship. Fun fact about Mulkey is that she's the first person to win a national championship as a player, assistant coach, and head coach. The one and only Tamika Catchings was inducted, 10-time All-Star, Finals MVP, WNBA MVP, and she's a WNBA champion. Eddie Sutton, who is a coach, he's a four-time National Coach of the Year and eight-time Conference Coach of the Year, and he led four different schools into the NCAA tournament. Coach Barbara Stevens was also inducted. She is the fifth coach in NCAA women's basketball history to reach 1,000 career wins. Next up was Rudy Tomjanovich. Rudy T is what we call him here in Houston. He led our Houston Rockets to -to back-to-back championships in the 90s. He was also a member of the Houston Rockets back in the 70s, and it was really great to see Hakeem and his teammate Calvin Murphy help him be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Tim Duncan, the 15-time All-Star and five-time NBA champion from the San Antonio Spurs was inducted. Never seen him so nervous, but he had a really great speech and it was really great to hear his humble beginnings and how he became NBA champion and probably the best power forward to ever play this game. Kevin Garnett, another 15-time NBA All-Star, nine-time NBA All-Defensive First Team selection and NBA champion himself. His speech was great. It was funny. He made fun of Bill Russell, talking about he needed to go first so Bill could uh, get out of there and take his nap and things like that. But just a true Kevin Garnett type speech. Uh, Really enjoyed that. And then last but not least, we had Kobe Bryant, 18-time All-Star, five-time NBA champion, two-time finals MVP. Vanessa Bryant actually was the one who made the speech. She did a great job. Uh, The day before where all the inductees were given their jackets and they took a picture, Natalia stepped in and, you know, received her father's jacket and stood in for him and took the picture. But all in all, it was a really great weekend. Really great to hear everyone's stories, how they got their starts, who pushed them to be where they are today. Just really great to see all these people honored. The 2021 class will be inducted later this year, actually on September 11th. And that class includes Chris Bosh, Rick Adelman, Paul Pierce, Bill Russell will be inducted as an NBA head coach. Chris Weber, WNBA, Yolanda Griffith, and Lauren Jackson will be inducted, just to name a few people. There's actually a total of nine people that are going to be inducted. Uh, Ben Wallace is another person, so that's really great. Looking forward to hear their stories, to see how they got their starts and how they became the superstars that they are, you know, leaving their mark on this game. And hopefully, since it'll be later in the year, that it'll be um, a much bigger crowd than what we had for the 2020 induction this September. Moving on, we have NASCAR. 
So last week, uh, Martin Truex Jr. won at Darlington. And then this week, Alex Bowman took first place in Dover. And these two men are the only men to have won more than two races so far this season. One person who has not won a race is Denny Hamlin. He did not finish well uh, this week, but he's just been having some crazy, crazy issues. I think he's like finished twice, multiple times. He's finished in the top five. I think this was like his first non-top five finish. I think he'll win. It'll just be when he needs to win. But for the most part, if he can keep it up and keep those top fives, he'll definitely make it into the postseason. A fun fact that took place during this week's race is that the Hendrick Motorsports car all finished in the top four so we had bowman winning the race cal larson came in second chase elliott came in third and william byron came in fourth the last team to do this was the rouse Fenway racing team and they did it back in 2005 really great week for hendrick they've kind of been struggling a little bit i think last week they struggled at darlington but for the most part their cars has been consistent really fun racing going on there trying to figure out who's gonna win I don't know who's going to win. I don't even think Kevin Harvick has won this. Kevin Harvick had a good, he's had some past two weeks. He's been pretty good as well. So he may be the next person to win, but I I just have a feeling like Denny, he'll find a way to win, especially during these summer races. He's going to find a way to win. Next up is the WNBA season. So this season started out with a bang. First and foremost, the Dallas Wings destroyed, and I mean destroyed the Sparks. I was surprised because Dallas Wings, they're a young team, but they're going to be fun to watch. Candace Parker had a good showing with the Sky, and we had two buzzer beaters. Diana Tarazi hit a buzzer beater in her game, but it was crazy because in her game, the clock actually was frozen, I think, or didn't start. She still made the shot and they wind up winning. And then Sabrina with her game winner to give the Liberty their first run of the season. So those were all really great games to see. The Storm played the Aces and basically just reminded people why they're the champions. I, I expected a little bit more from the Aces, you know, especially them having Liz and Asia, but I'm not counting them out. They're gonna be a problem later this year. They just need to build up that chemistry. I wouldn't count them out just yet, but Storm looked really good even with, you know, their interesting offseason. They lost some key people, but they still look like a team that that can win it again. So we'll see what happens in regards to that. The NBA play-in games are set for Tuesday and Wednesday. So how the play-in games are going to work is it's the 7th, the 8th, the 9th, and the 10th seed. So the 7th and 8th seed are going to play each other, and the 9th and 10th seed will play each other. And the winner of the seventh and eighth seed will be the seventh seed and the loser will play the winner of the ninth and tenth game to be the eighth seed that's a lot to digest so basically how it works is for the west the lakers uh, finish seventh and golden state finish eighth so they will play each other if the lakers win they will be the seventh seed and they'll play the phoenix suns if golden state wins they will be the seventh seed and play the phoenix suns memphis was the ninth seed and san antonio finished the tenth seed so if memphis wins they'll play the loser of the los angeles lakers and golden state warriors game or if san antonio wins they'll play that loser and then whoever wins that game will be the eighth seed and take on utah and the same is for the east so boston is in the seventh seed with Washington in the 8th, Indiana in the ninth, and Charlotte in the 10th. Eastern Conference games will take place on Tuesday, while the Western Conference games will take place on Wednesday. The NBA season officially ended, so the standings are the Philadelphia 76ers are first, with the Brooklyn Nets coming in at second. The Bucks take third. New York, New York, they had a season. 
very quiet season, but they had a nice season. They came in fourth. The Hawks will be fifth. Miami Heat are the sixth seed. And then trying to figure out who will be the seventh and eighth seed after Tuesday's games. And then for the West, Utah takes home the first seed by winning 52 games. While Phoenix came in second after winning 51 games. Denver is third. The Clippers are fourth. Dallas winds up winning and gets the fifth seed and Portland gets the sixth seed. It's hard to say because the Lakers, they have such a good defensive team, but the Warriors have been on a tear and I don't know, but I just have a feeling like if LeBron, AD, if everybody plays, then the Lakers would win, but Golden State has has so much momentum and then if they can feed off of Steph, you know, they're gonna, they're gonna be a problem. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say the Lakers win because I think they have a better matchup with Phoenix. That's just my personal opinion. So I'm gonna say the Lakers win and they get the seventh seed. And I think, I think Memphis wins, wins against the Spurs, but I think Golden State's, Golden State beats them and they will basically get the eighth seed and play Utah. So I have um, Utah versus Golden State Warriors and Phoenix Suns versus the Lakers. And on the east side, um, I'm gonna go ahead, I'm gonna say Charlotte wins. I'm going to say Charlotte wins against Indiana. I'm going to take, oh man, that's tough. I'm going to take Washington beating Boston, you know, since Jalen's Brown injuries. So I'm going to say Washington beats Boston and they get the seventh seed. Boston then plays Charlotte, um, but I think they beat them and they'll get the eighth seed. So I have Philly versus Boston in the eighth seed and Brooklyn playing Washington. With that being said, I think Utah will move on to the next round. The 4-5 is always kind of up in the air, but I'm going to say the Clippers win. I'm going to take Portland because Jamal Murray is, you know, out with the ACL. And I just don't, even though I like Jokic, I like him a lot. I just think it's going to be really tough for him to really carry that team in a seven game series. So I'm going to take Portland and then I'm going to take the Lakers beating Phoenix and then the Lakers are going to beat Portland. I think Utah will beat the Clippers and then have the Lakers and Utah in the finals with the Lakers beating Utah and going to the NBA finals. I think Philly beats Boston. I like Trey Young. I do. But the Knicks, I'm going to go with the Knicks. I'm going to say the Knicks wins. Milwaukee gets their revenge. I think Tucker is going to be a big part of containing Butler. So I'm going to say Milwaukee gets their revenge and beats Miami. Brooklyn wins against Washington. I think even if James is not playing, I think Brooklyn beats Milwaukee. But if all three are playing, Brooklyn is definitely going to beat Milwaukee. I think Philly beats New York and it'll be Philly versus Brooklyn. And I think the I think the series will go to seven games and I think Brooklyn will edge it out. I hate to say it because I, I will, I'm kind of annoyed with James Harden. It's not it's not that I don't like him. I think he's a great player. I'm just annoyed just because of everything that we went through in here here in Houston. But I just think that Brooklyn just has too much firepower. Even though the Lakers are a great defensive team, it's like how can you guard all of them? <laughs> Like, I just don't see it. It's kind of like LeBron going up against the Warriors. It's just too many. It's just too many of them. There's just so there's just only so much you can do, especially if they're in a groove. I'm going to say Brooklyn beats the Lakers in six games and they are the NBA champions. So we'll see how all that works out. I'm going to put that on Instagram at not a status quo underscore podcast so y'all can see it. But those are my predictions for the NBA playoffs. If they work, 
great. If they don't, oh well, it's the playoffs. Y'all let me know who y'all think are going to win the NBA playoffs by going to not a status quo underscore podcast. You can direct message me or you can just leave a comment to tell me what you think. Before we move on to what's been going on within the city of Houston and their teams. I do want to address that the NWSL did return. MLS has returned as well. The MLS season has been crazy. The LA Galaxy are playing out of their mind. FC Cincinnati is playing out of their mind. Austin FC is playing very well. Um, The season has just been going amazing right now. Chicharito, I think he has seven or eight goals just within like the first five games of the season. I'm waiting for the the Galaxy to just come down a little bit. And once that happens, if they're able to be consistent, I think that they're going to definitely make the playoffs and be a big problem. (laughs) I saw the LAFC and Galaxy game and I just feel bad for LAFC because they play so hard, but they really are the little brother to the galaxy and they just no matter how hard they play they can barely beat them it's making it look like the times that they did beat them as a fluke so they need to come on with it but should be an interesting season in regards to the nwsl their season actually started a couple of days ago i really wish i could watch a game because i can't i can't see any i can't see any games for here in dash they only play on paramount plus and you have to have a subscription to watch paramount plus this is getting ridiculous i was looking this past weekend at some sports and literally hockey, WNBA, NBA, baseball, they were all on TV. And you're telling me that there's no channel, there's no network whatsoever that could put an NWSL game on unless they're in a championship? Like, come on, getting irritating. But the game that I did see, it was the cup game against Portland and New York. New York, I'm gonna tell you something, they got a team. I did not know all those people were on their team. They're gonna be very interesting to watch. They may spoil some people when it comes to playoff time. Uh, But Portland wound up winning the cup. The dash, they were a point away from making it, but uh, they didn't win enough games, unfortunately. Baseball's still going on. The Astros been on a, a pretty good winning streak. But speaking of Houston teams, like I said, the Astros are doing pretty well. The Dynamo are doing really well. Um, they just recently just lost, though, to the Rapids. A really bad loss. I definitely think the team is a better team than last year, but they need better play from their goalkeeper. I don't know what he's doing, but I think if he has another bad game, he's going to be sitting for a while. But I really wish um, Dar- Darwin Quintero would play more. I don't know what's going on. I really like Darwin. I I like how he plays and I don't know why he's not playing, but uh, hopefully the coach changes that. I just feel like the the game opens up a little bit because he's such, he's an attacker. He, I think he's a midfielder, you know, he just presses the defense more. And I just think sometimes we need that. Kristen Ramirez made a goal. So hopefully that helps him out and gets him going, but they're definitely a better team. I definitely think they'll make the playoffs, but I think they will be a lower seat. NWSL, I can't really say anything about Dash because I haven't even seen him play this year. I've seen highlights. They look like a strong team. Muse is playing out of her mind. Rachel Daly's back. So I, I, I can't really make a I can't really make an assessment because I can't I can't I can't see them play. But the goal should be to make playoffs. I I think if anything is playoffs or bust this season because you've made all these moves. You have people playing at their highest level. If anything, you should be making the playoffs. That should be the ultimate goal is to make the playoffs for this team. In regards to the Rockets, famous, well-renowned broadcaster Bill Royal, he retired this season. Bill has been broadcasting Houston sports for decades. I've I've never heard a Rockets game, honestly, until like last year without him commentating it because he stepped back and um, we have a new commentator who who does the road games. So that was just weird in general. (laughs) 
but this is going to be crazy because he's no more he's retired he's such a great person such a such a good commentator i really love hearing him during the rockets games he had some of the craziest sayings like chandler bang because we had a guy named chandler parsons on our team and uh, he always used to say, cold-blooded. Everything James Harden did was just cold-blooded. And, you know, the dream and all this stuff like that. He had all these sayings and the glide. And I would say the best broadcasting team that the Rockets had was when Bill Worrell and um, Calvin Murphy did it. They were just, they were like Jeff Van Gundy and Mark Jackson. Like, they they just feed off of each other. They're really, they were really good. I really enjoyed listening to them when they did games. But congratulations to Bill. Amazing, amazing career. Go sit on a beach somewhere. Drink a margarita and just enjoy retirement because you definitely earned it the rockets finished their season thank god they finished their season <laughs> they were 17 and 55 they are most likely guaranteed to get a top three pick i don't think that they'll get the first pick because that's always like a weird thing like that never happens it's always some random team that gets the freaking pick i don't know but i think i definitely think they'll probably get like the second pick i don't know who they're gonna draft some people say kate cunningham some people want uh, Jalen Suggs. If you're going to buy out John Wall, go ahead and buy him out and try to get you some more superstars in here. You know, go after Cat. Um, go at some other people that are going to be some free agents because I, I I think the team in itself is a good young core team and they need some veterans. They need some, some veterans that can, you know, calm them down when need to, talk to them. But then they also need at least two superstars. I think if we're able to keep the core that we have right now, add the draft pick, get two superstars and some decent, you know, minimum, minimum salary veterans in that will be a, a contender but if if not it's going to be interesting to see because this has never happened with us building through the draft so I don't really know what Raphael Stone or even Tillman's play is here if they're going to build through the draft or if they're going to just take this draft pick and then try to use the draft picks that we have to trade for a superstar um I don't I don't really know it's hard to tell what they're going to do if if, if we're going to have like another year because Tillman has to you know deal with his outside businesses and maybe doesn't want the Rockets spending more money or losing more money but I don't really see how you're gaining money because if you suck there's no fans in the <laughs> there's no fans in a building you might be losing money anyway it goes we'll see what happens it's a new day for the rockets did y'all know that the warriors there they have a top they're probably gonna have a top 10 pick they're projected to be the sixth pick they have a top 10 pick and they could possibly make the freaking playoffs like they, jesus but anyway that's pretty much it for houston teams i'm not gonna talk about the texans right now yeah so i need to talk about them last but not least what's happening in the future of this podcast so season three it's gonna be a lot of fun we're gonna be having some new guests on i am hoping um now that i have everything together i gotta do another test run real quick and if, if the test run goes well, I'll hopefully have these um, these people on that I've been wanting on for like the past couple of months. Uh, hopefully we can, in the upcoming episodes, can have them on. Um, there's also a big announcement that will be made. I don't know exactly when it's going to be made, but it will be made. It's going to be something that's really, really cool. Something that's been in the works for some people. And um, they're going to announce it here on the show. So I can't wait for y'all to hear what's going what's going on with them yeah season three should be fun we have a new game that we're going to be playing with all of our guests i can't wait for y'all to hear it and have new topics and things like that we're going to definitely have another tv show episode i really like doing the girlfriends episode so we're gonna do another one i'm thinking of of adding a movie uh, episode where we just talk about favorite sports movies and things like that and it, that may actually come out in july before space jam comes out that's how season three is gonna go it should be a lot of fun we're expanding we're getting better every episode sound is getting better <laughs> 
episode. <laughs> I'll be listening. I'll be trying, y'all. I'll be trying to make the sound, but when you have to do Zoom, it's not it's not easy. So yeah, that's pretty much it for this episode. I hope that you all are excited as I am about season three. I really can't wait to do these episodes for you all and, and get your feedback about them and everything like that. But until then, make sure that you are following us on Instagram and Facebook at not a status quo underscore podcast so you can keep up with what's been going on. Leave a comment, rate the episodes, share them as always, and just have a great day. Should be a fun week for everybody. If it's not, find a way to make it fun. Don't let anybody bring down, bring you down and, and destroy your joy. And with all that said, I'll see you next time on another episode of Not a Status Quo Podcast. Peace. Bye.